Hello, and welcome to Cisco TechBeat. I'm Lisa Meek. Tech companies are known for their love of acronyms. Think about it. IT, API, SaaS, there's no shortage of them. And today we're talking about a couple of other technologies that are also known by their acronyms. I'm talking about SD-WAN and SASE. All right, listeners, you probably know what SD-WAN means, but in case you don't, here it goes. Software Defined Wide Area Network. And SASE is short for Secure Access Service Edge. Yep, that's a mouthful, so I get why people would shorten it to SASE. I sure would. Anyways, I've got a lot of questions about SD-WAN and SASE, and to get those answers, a fantastic group of people joined me today to give me the lowdown. First, we have Sean Michael Kerner, a longtime tech reporter. Hi, Sean. We also have Zias Caravalla, founder and principal analyst with ZK Research. Hi, Zias. And from Cisco, we have the two Jeffs, Jeff Reed, SVP and GM of Cloud and Network Security, and Jeff Schaefer, VP of Products and Strategy, Cloud Automation and Analytics. I've got to say, I've got an all-star team with me today. It's great to see you here. I'm excited to learn, to be educated about SD-WAN and SASE. First, I want to start with the basics. Zias, tell me about SD-WAN and why it's so critical for companies, especially now with so many employees working remotely. Yeah, SD-WAN is an interesting uh, technology. You know, just uh, to give you a little bit of background myself, I've been an analyst for about 20 years, but before that I was actually in corporate IT. I was a network manager for a while, and back in the 90s, uh, we were really never thrilled with the hub and spoke architecture of the network that we had. Uh, we just didn't have another option, right? So even back in the 90s, we were talking about WAN evolution. What software-defined WANs did was it brought an element of software to the WAN that allows it to be much more agile and uh, allow companies to treat the WAN like uh, another part of IT. So if you think of every other part of IT, now it's predominantly software-driven the network was really one of the last holdouts there. So now with SD-WANs, the WAN's been brought into alignment with the rest of the IT organization, and you can make changes to it as fast as you can other parts of the business. That's super helpful. All right, I got it now. Thank you for that explanation. And I think it's really helpful for so many people. And Sean, I know that you've written a lot about these two technologies. Now let's talk about how SASE and SD-WAN intersect and work together. Sure, and that's a, that's a great question. And thanks for having me on uh, on, the, on the podcast today. It's always great to see you and to chat with you. Um, just to go back half a step with SD-WAN for me also, and I agree with everything Zias was saying, um, but also as a MPLS replacement idea, because uh, back in the late 90s, even though I don't look that old, uh, I was uh, pulling cables and helping to set, uh, set up connections. So that is just a huge transformational change from the from the weeks or months it took to get a connection in the late 90s. What a nightmare that was. Uh, until 2020, which, you know, is its own nightmare, but we'll leave that aside. Uh, SASE, uh, first time I heard that acronym, it was, uh, it stood for, you know, self-addressed stamped envelope. Uh, but that's not what we're talking about. As, as a writer, you know, you send out uh, pitches and then you'd send a SASE envelope, get it back. But uh, all jokes aside, SASE is a great acronym. Uh, for those that aren't aware, uh, and I know Jeffrey, you, did a, you explained it in 20 seconds. I don't know if I can do it in 20 seconds, but. Uh, secure Access Service Edge SASE uh, network architecture that combines WAN with cloud security functions uh, and cloud access uh, technologies and security. Um, mixing and matching SASE with SD-WAN is, uh, is a natural thing. Uh, and some of the early SD-WAN vendors uh, had security built in. Built in. Uh, SASE is a term, to be honest, I actually didn't hear until the beginning of 2020. 
Uh, what my research showed me is that, you know, I was a, a late laggard apparently, because it was uh, coined by Gartner in August of 2019. Uh, so it took me a, a few months to, to figure it out, but all of a sudden uh, it was everywhere at the beginning of, uh, of 2020. But a category of hardware and services that enable, uh, here's another term that fits in, edge security. Uh, so to answer your question, uh, SASE brings in that security element. It reinforces the value of the SD-WAN. So the SD-WAN, uh, if you think of it just as its uh, connectivity layer, uh, that's what it provides. SASE is that next level on top. What's the value-added service? And that's the security uh, that SASE enables. Yeah, and actually, I just want to add to what Sean said. First of all, you look way older than I did, and I just said I worked with stuff in the Navy, so, you know. <laughs> yeah. um, but I think the other element to SASE is that it actually makes it a cloud-delivered service. Again, almost every area of IT has moved to the cloud. Networking is one of those late adopters to that. But now with uh, we can uh, with SASE, we can actually take our security services, our network services, locate them in the cloud, and deliver them from the cloud. So from a work from home perspective, if I want to be able to, to secure, say, you know, Sean wants to be able to secure himself at home, one choice is you can go out and buy those big big firewalls. Right, uh, it's a little expensive. <laughs> Uh, the other thing you can do is actually um, be able to access those services in the clouds. Yeah, and I'll pile in here too, because when you, I think one thing that SD-WAN did is you started to want to use broadband and you realized your traffic wasn't necessarily coming back to your enterprise. It was going out to the internet, to IaaS, to SaaS, but you still wanted to protect that traffic. And so, you know, historically, you know, a lot of those branches were you backhauled with SD-WAN, you had the opportunity to stop doing that, get the cost savings that Sean and Z has talked about. But then you, how do you protect that traffic? And so there became this, it was this nice kind of reinforcing model where as I do that, I can use the security that's being delivered to the cloud, it makes SD-WAN easier to deploy and you're off and running. And Jeff Schaefer, I want to get your input here because you come from the network engineering side of things, side of the house of it. Um, so tell me what you're thinking of what uh, Sean and Zias and Jeff are saying here. It's a pleasure to be here with all of these uh, kind of you know experts in the networking and security uh, industry. So guys, thanks for inviting me to join you in the panel discussion today. And Lisa, you know, kind of I think the key response in this is when we've talked with a lot of our customers, they talk about a lot of the challenges that they they have with their existing and traditional WAN infrastructure and the management of the traditional WAN infrastructure. And so in the same way, you know, corporations have digitized the data centers and then they've digitized the camp, the corporate networks at the campus and the branch is, you know, this was talking about, they've now started to digitize the WAN infrastructure. And they're doing that because they're, they're faced with a lot of challenges. One is, you know, there's a lot of uh, inflexibility, you know, when they needed to increase, for example, bandwidth or have lower latency uh, pipes. Uh, it was very costly and they were very much beholden to a lot of the service providers that uh, they had contracted with. And so with, with innovations around the software defined WAN, we're really making a big difference for all of those, uh, all of the companies that are adopting this. And Jeff Schaefer, I want you to like now brag because we got Cisco, I say we, cause I am also an employee of Cisco. Cisco got a great award um, from the Gartner Magic Quadrant. Tell me about that and what that means and why Cisco really stands out from the crowd. We're really proud of that achievement. Uh, so Cisco continues to be a leader in the Gartner Magic Quadrant for WAN in edge infrastructure. We're really excited about that. 
We have a number one position in market share according to uh, IDC, Deloro, and Gartner Group. And, you know, it's really kind of predicated on our focus on serving the customers well and meeting and working closely with them to make sure that we continue to innovate and to deliver against their needs. And what we've seen with that is, you know, we have some of the broadest partnerships around the cloud on-ramp. So the ability uh, through the interconnects to be able to get direct access and route the traffic to cloud. So as applications move from the data center to the cloud, we can redirect the traffic. You don't have to backhaul it. It's more efficient use of bandwidth. It's, it's lower uh, latency in terms of the responsiveness of the apps and much better cost effectiveness. Um, we start, we're, we're, we're the first uh, vendor that's really working with the middle mile players. So how do we work with companies like Megaport and some of the other providers which uh, we're currently working with in order to provide the multi-hybrid cloud environment. So as we innovate, as we simplify, as we provide it and meet, the, meet all of our customers where they, in the way they need to consume it is really what's supporting us as being the number one provider of SD-WAN and SASE capabilities in the market. Simplicity, I just heard you say, that's really important. Zias, I want to go back to you when it comes to simplicity. Because sometimes it, I would think if you're adding in a couple of technologies that are supposed to be working can, together, it can make things sometimes complicated. But what do you like about the Cisco SD-WAN and SASE technology in terms of simplifying things? Yeah, first of all, I do want to congratulate Jeff and Jeff uh, on the Gardner MQ placement, but I will say, uh, Cisco's heritage is WANs. I mean, that's where Cisco came from, so I expect that, right? The fact that uh, you, you know you were the leader uh, in, in the MQ was no surprise, just because you've been there, you know, for so long. I think from a simplicity perspective, it is important because um, one of the and I learned this from a person I used to know that worked at Tesco in the UK, where he said that they one of their tenets for IT projects was also always that the solution to a problem should never be more complicated than the original problem. Now, that sounds funny, but in corporate IT, we often have solutions that are way more complicated than the original problem. And then we spend lots and lots of money trying to fix that. There's a few tech vendors that I know of where I could, uh, I won't throw their names out, but they kind of thrive on that model. But I think from a, a Cisco perspective, the, the one of the, the nice things about the Cisco SD-WAN solutions is it allows customers to migrate from what they have, the current ISR base, uh, into an SD-WAN solution pretty easily. I do like the focus that Jeffrey, Jeffrey was talking about with the mid-mile uh, players as well, because that helps optimize the network, not just at the edge. Um, and so I think from a perspective, if you look at most of the most of the SD-WAN vendors, they, uh, especially a lot of the startups, they're predicated on a almost like a rip and replace model, which can be very disruptive to the network. I, Cisco, I think Cisco provides a, a very nice migratory path to it, but also, it, Cisco also has a, a, a security portfolio that's about a bro as broad as there is in the industry. But I, I think um, one of the things Cisco offers is cloud-managed on-prem infrastructure. And if you think of an organization like, um, say, a law firm that's got 10 offices around the globe, but they've all got 5,000 people in them, in that case, you wouldn't want everything cloud-native because your inspection traffic going from the branch to the cloud would actually like would likely be more than your data traffic. Right? In that case, you want to have some of the infrastructure on on prem but you still want the cloud management capabilities and so i think from a cisco perspective they give customers the choice of cloud native cloud managed and any combination in between and so i think the you know that that really helps simplify the deployment because they're not kind of as the saying goes pound a square peg into a round hole and make it work 
So yes, I am so glad you are here with us to like break it all down for us. I mean, not only because you like us, we like that you like us. Come on, we're, we're super happy about that. Well, as an engineer, I made a lot of money off San Francisco stuff, so it's like, <laughs> there's a history there. <laughs> it's a happy partnership, that's for sure. But, um, but what I also love on how you're explaining it. So it's someone like me who isn't entrenched into the IT and all of that, um, I'm actually finally able to understand it. Um, sometimes it takes me a while, so I really appreciate it. It's really, really good. Um, and that makes the jobs of people like Sean, hopefully a little bit easier as a tech reporter. You know, let's talk about, you know, you're looking for the next big tech innovation. Sassy has been getting plenty of ink and attention, but what is it about Sassy that is appealing for you and how Cisco is starting to integrate it into its products and portfolios? Anytime you get a really good term or an acronym, uh, that's pure magic. And SASE is a, is a SASE term. It's much easier uh, than just trying to do headlines that say 802.3. whatever alphabets do. Uh, I, I used to love trying to write those kind of headlines, but to your point, it doesn't speak to the layperson. It doesn't resonate and it's unsearchable. But, but I'm assuming you've learned all about the evolution of self-addressed stamped envelopes too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> really for me, and, and you know, to Zayas's point, uh, you know, uh, Cisco being the leader in WAN for so long and an evolution, uh, for me, what's so appealing about how Cisco is integrating this is it's a, it's an evolution of existing capabilities. Uh, in the spirit of full disclosure, I was and continue to be uh, a big fan of OpenDNS, uh, which was acquired by uh, Cisco in 2015, uh, an early pioneer in DNS security, now uh, Cisco Umbrella, and I know uh, Jeff Reed uh, helps to run that group. Um, it's been protecting my own office and that of family and friends for uh, a very, very long time. Uh, using the free uh, product, so uh, Cisco shareholders, you're not making a dime off me there, uh, but uh, it, it, it's amazing. Even before August 2019, when Gartner came up with that term SASE and defined it, uh, OpenDNS and Cisco Umbrella on the enterprise side were already delivering parts of SASE, that, that cloud managed, that cloud centralized security, it's that power of the cloud, uh, the massive scalability and compute. Uh, when I first started writing about Cisco 15 years ago, uh, people at Cisco would talk to me about the same kind of thing. You want to be able to have, uh, you know, security managed uh, on your campus uh, or your branch, uh, and then straight up into your central office. Yeah, I think even pre-acronym, you could argue that Cisco's ISR and Meraki were both, you know, kind of early versions of SASE three, four, five years ago. And Jeff Reed, I want to come to you because I saw you nodding to a lot yeah. of what Sean was saying here. Uh, like this is music to your ears, I'm sure. You're like, yeah, keep talking, keep talking. Exactly. No, it's good. I mean, so it's funny. You know, Sean is one of 75 million others that uh, that use our free OpenDNS service, and it turns out that they give us great visibility on where bad things are on the internet because you know people from home do things that they might not do from the office. So it's very useful and uh, and good protection at the same time. But no, I, I think. It's funny because I think Zeus made a point earlier that I want to. I, I, it's actually a term I've been talking about. The security and the networking have been lagging the rest of IT in terms of the moving to an asset service and the cloud model. And and really, to me, that's what SASE is. And it takes a lot of things that we've been working on. I mean, we we stood up at RSA in 2017 to talk about the secure internet gateway, and it was. Essentially, you know, a lot of the functions that are now part of the SASE framework in Gartner. And and then a lot of what we've been focusing on too is because I agree with the speed as well, is how do you how do you enable quick time to value for customers that are taking this transition? 
And so it's, you know, it's simple. It's what's driven the focus on the integration with Jeff Schaefer and uh, all of what we're doing on the SD-WAN side. It's the realization that you know, customers can get a lot of value out of things like DNS before they move to proxy, before they move to cloud firewall. So helping them you know, make this transition in a way that delivers the speed that Zias talked about, but it gives them security and helps protect their users as they get access to the applications and data. It's great because I feel like SASE is so fundamental and and you know everything that's happened in this year has made you know that that connectivity more important than everything. And Jeff Schaefer, we're almost out of time here, but I want to end with you on let's go back to SD WAN because that, as uh, Zias so rightly said, Cisco, you know that was that's us. Uh, we are all about that. So tell me what you're most excited about. You know, if you're looking forward through the future, we're all excited about putting 2020 in our rear view mirror for sure. But tell me some of the things you're excited about. So the uh, calendar year 2020 fatigue and, you know, one star if we could only give it zero, right? All right. So I tell you the things that are, that you know, really getting us up and really going is a lot of the work we're doing with all of the customers and the, just the incredible innovation pipeline that's coming out in support of their, in support of the customers and the problems that need to be solved. Uh, so building a little bit on what Jeff Reed was talking about, you know, SD-WAN and SASE coming together for secure SD-WAN is such an important innovation. So, you know, it's solving two problems at the same time. Number one is we're making, you know, in digitizing the network infrastructure and especially the WAN, we're introducing the flexibility, uh, the agility and the cost effectiveness of, you know, connectivity and supporting the changing traffic patterns. I think other major parts of innovation for us is, you know, supporting all of the multiple deployment architectures. And so we're excited about what we're able to do with the service. We're equally excited about what we're doing with the infrastructure that supports that. Uh, so for example, the new CAT 8K family of offerings, uh, which you know is kind of the revamp of Cisco's uh, heritage routing infrastructure. So the ISRs and ASRs now give way to some of the new CAT 8Ks and the 8283 and 8500s. And the thing that's most valuable of that, and CSU referred to that earlier, which is being able to help people transition from traditional routed infrastructure to software-defined WAN, these platforms allow you know multiple images that can be, and so all you have to do is re-image the infrastructure in order to evolve the infrastructure to support the new digitization and and all of the value of, of the, of the software-defined WAN infrastructure. So we're really excited with all of this innovation. I think an easy way to think about it when you think about the, the future of the world is from an, from an IT perspective, you need to be prepared for a world where everyone's in the office, nobody's in the office, and every possibility in between. And the network is uh, adjusting the network to be able to adapt to any of that, any combination is extremely difficult with a legacy network. So you do that with SD-WAN and you secure it with SAS. And so I think it's the, you know, for the post-pandemic world, it's the right type of network. I love the excitement, guys. You made me excited. And I don't normally get excited about SD-WAN and SASE. No offense to any of you all, because before I came to Cisco, I was not sure of what it was. I know, I know, it's terrible, but now I'm super excited. This is the foundation of the digital economy. You guys got me. You have reeled me in. I'm so, this is this has been phenomenal, guys. Um, I know that Sean earlier talked about the acronyms and the love of acronyms, and there couldn't be no better acronym than SASE maybe for some of the technologies. As we wrap up, can we have a little fun with acronyms? Are you guys game? 
Sure. Your favorite and your least favorite one. Without doubt. SD-WAN and SD-Access. SD-WAN, SDA. Uh, I think uh, ZTNA, Zero Trust Network Access, it rolls off the tongue easily. It's way easier to say than Zero Trust Network Access. I'm not a big fan of the acronym SIP in the unified communication space because SIP is used for so many things. In fact, uh, Cisco had a channel program called uh, uh, something incentive plan or something. So you have to talk about Cisco SIP versus industry SIP. And uh, that's, uh, that, that's one that I thought was a little confusing. All right, Sean? My favorite is uh, SDN, uh, and not the way you're thinking of it, not uh, software-defined networking, but uh, the original SDN that uh, Cisco had in 2004, something called the self-defending network, and I think that's an idea. I think that's an idea that uh, I used to have a lot of fun talking to Cisco people saying, okay, if I do this and that, will the network stop me? And then it would be, ooh, ah, whatever. But uh, just to bring this whole conversation full cycle, that's, that, that's really the promise, right, with SASE is that we can make perhaps that original self-defending network a reality because you've got you've got that higher intelligence. And by higher intelligence, I don't mean some entity uh, that we believe in, but uh, the higher intelligence in the cloud. So uh, that's my acronym for you, SDN. I, I like SDN in all flavors. And Jeff Reed, we will let you have the last word on this. There's so many. I, 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 uh, I like LAN and wireless LAN, like just it's classic. It's where I came from. I started at Cisco working there. It's a, it's a foundation of how we all work together. So I don't know. I know it's super cheesy. Can I give you guys my favorite corporate acronym? It's so cheesy. It's going to be a dad joke, but maybe a mom joke. It's PTO. <laughs> I know it's terrible. I'm terrible. I'm terrible. Thank you and good night. It's awful. We may not keep that. In all seriousness, guys, I really, really enjoyed this conversation. You've taught me so much on um, the innovation between SD-WAN and SASE, what, what Cisco has developed, what's yet to come, and there's a whole lot of exciting things going on here. So to Zias, to Sean, to Jeff and Jeff, thank you guys so much for your time and um, your insight in all of this. And until next time.